0: Michiana's first, first test. Best, best, and only show dedicated to craft beer and drinking music. Cool, cool brews, brews, hot, hot tunes. tunes, this is Music to My Beers. Music, music to My Beers on Real Rock 103.9, The Bear. Music to My Beers, welcome, welcome one and all. My name is Warren Cluck, joined by Zach Miller. This is, our, this is our weekly craft beer and tunes uh, show here on a Sunday. How you doing, bud? I'm doing all right. You it's, know? Uh, Halloween has passed us now, and we are into November. I think we're calling it November or around these parts.
1: Sure. Uh, yeah. But this is our fallback show. Obviously,
0: we're dealing with a bit of a time change.
1: Yeah. If you are listening to the show, it's currently on an hour... Let's not Later. do this. I don't know. I, I'm so terrible with this. I get excited for time changes,
0: because that means about uh, like Wednesday or Thursday, I, I get to complain to everybody in the office how tired I am. Oh. Can't believe an hour wipes me out like that. Eh. 4.30 instead of 5.30. But uh, we're excited to talk some beers today. We have some uh, fun beers coming up. We have our B-movie feature that we do in about 45 minutes, and uh, man, I'm... I'm excited for the show. Yeah, it's it's been a good beer drinking week for me. I'm back on the sauce. Yeah, it? gave up the vodka, got back with the craft beer. Wedding's
1: over, you're back into beer. I was shredding for the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. My yeah. wife was asking me about that the other day. She's like, "So what does this mean?" I was like, "It's going to be dark when you wake up." Yeah, that's what that means. It's going to be
0: dark when you wake up. It's dark when you go to bed. It's always dark. Dark, <laughs> dark, awful. The beers you drink will be dark, dark, roasty. Uh, I'm coming off a really fun beer week, man. I uh, we talked about it on the show the last couple of weeks that I've I tried to to get in shape. And I thought the vodka would do it. And <laughs> I'm pleased to report that it had no bearing on my weight whatsoever. So it was a worthless exercise the month of October. But uh, I was uh, out of town uh, at, at a wedding in Arizona the last couple of days. But before that, I was home alone. So I got a chance to go out to a hop station on, mo- on a Monday. Oh, yeah, well, I'm a, it up. I'm a rebel, but I got to uh, try some beers out there. And uh, it was just it was a fun week. I got some uh, some great notion down the pipe. I got some windmill. I drank uh, Did
1: you fall in love with any of those. Uh, you know what? Great
0: notion doesn't do a bad beer. No. I, I have. I there was one that they did a while back, and it was like sort of a campfire stout, and it had that that camp fiery, ashy sort of finish to it. I didn't hate it, but I didn't care for it. That's the only beer they've had that I have that I've had that hasn't been an absolute home run. I tried Slurricane this week. Ooh. Um yeah. If you ever have a chance to uh, to try any of their stuff, by all means, get after it. Uh, it was very tasty, and they're from
1: the Portland area. Yeah, but. Basically, you have to know somebody you have to, to know somebody. get yeah. it out here. I know that our, our buddy Brandon, who is getting ready to open up Niles Brewing, he's always posting photos and stuff of the different great notion that he's received. Um, boy, that that blueberry muffin. Yeah. Whew. Yeah, That's a good one. And some tasty stuff. So uh, it's been a super fun week for me, and
0: I th- uh, I'm I'm back, Zach. I'm glad to be back. Back on the beer train. I felt like such a poser every Sunday hosting a craft beer show with you, and thinking, well, I have vodka this weekend because I'm trying to lose weight.
1: Hey, it's all good. You know, we we uh, we welcomed in all the crispy Boys over the summer, and all the um, mm-hmm. the the Trulies and the White Claws, and you know, they're still lost when you're drinking any of those. So no,
0: no, if you're if you're new to the to the beer show program, Zach and I are. B- Absolute craft beer enthusiasts, but we are not craft beer snobs. Right, we're not one of those uh, gatekeepery type guys on the internet that will shout you down for you know liking something that isn't hard, good, or impossible or some style. Like, hey, if it, if if you're a fan of it, then, then it's pretty fantastic.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think of what I had this past week. I did, I I was kind of off the beer train as well because I came down with this cold and can t- still tell that I'm kind of. Nasally and whatnot. But, um, one thing that I really enjoyed, um, this past week was, uh, hams. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I got, uh, I was gonna say if you follow
0: Zach on uh, Check ins and untap you always tell when you're slubbing it or when your wife is out of town because it's Zach hamsing it up.
1: I got uh, I got one from Indiana City when I was over in oh, right. uh, yeah Indiana City and um, and 18th Street did a collab the Chupacabra. Yeah, you gave me one of those. Yeah, and it's ca- kind of a, a really good stat with some cinnamon um, and uh, nutmeg and some other stuff. That that was probably like the highlight of my week. A couple of weeks ago that I that just got into and started drinking,
0: yeah, and you gave me some of the uh from your recent uh travels some of the peanut butter porter did you try that one uh, I did, and you gave me three, but I don't think I'll be able to drink the other two like that's with peanutty type beers like that and some of the sweeter stouts, I can do one a session, and then like you know it's not anything you sit there and drink a couple of or you're like, ah, that was great, I'll have another one it's one and done, and move on to the next thing because it, I don't. know, Sometimes it can just get too desserty for me.
1: I like. I do like the concept behind the name, though the the four day brewing. Yeah, because I uh, I yeah I think it's all about the four day work week, and I don't I don't know if those guys actually only work four days or what, but. Um, That'd be a nice tie-in with the theme if they did. The reason that I brought that back is because the guy at the liquor store, Bubba, he was at this Payless Liquors down in uh, Indy. He's like, "Oh, you got to try this." These guys, like everything from them, was going flying off the shelves. And I tried the peanut butter beer, but I'm with you. I'm like, I'm not not feeling the the dessert.
0: Yeah, it's uh, the peanut butter flavor that that gets added to some stouts. I. I It's not among my favorite. Yeah. Like, I like it, and it it, it works well a lot of times, but it's not something I'm like, oh, damn, a peanut butter butter beer.
1: i got to get my hands on it. Yeah. Bear Hands is a good peanut butter beer that we can look out for uh, around Christmas time.
0: That's right. Uh, They're going to do their, what, their Ride the Bride, uh, their Mailer
1: Bride series. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's always a good series that we can look forward to. Yeah, that was uh, a lot of fun last year, although they didn't last that long around my house. You you, you always think, like, I'm going to hang out a couple of these, and and, uh, I think they were gone inside of a month. I had some people over, and uh, that's right. Time to clear yeah. some space
1: off on the shelves. Yeah, we got that look forward to. And you know
0: what? If you're trying to uh, stay on top of this kind of stuff at the tail end of the show, we do this thing called News and Notes, where we sort of look ahead. And as we get closer to the Bare Hands uh, holiday release schedule, I'm sure we'll have Eric Faust in from Bear Hands, and we'll talk about that. But that's the point of the show. Zach will give you a heads up and say, yo, this is the week. Yeah. And this is the week if you want to uh, to pre-order an allotment. And I remember last year, man, I, th- I think I got the entire slate, the full shebang. Oh, yeah. 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 Mm. tasty. A lot of those coming up. Anytime I could drive across town to reminisce about beers I drank a year ago on a Sunday. Um, <laughs> really feel like I'm earning my paycheck around here. <laughs> I've had quite a, a a nice slate of different uh, wintry type beers. Anything
1: you're jamming on currently? Um, as far as wintry beers go, pretty much I'm, I'm in the brown season right now. And I think it's about time for me to come out of the brown season and get mm. more into the dark, dark stout season. Um, I always one thing about winter that I always look forward to is the different beers that breweries brew every single year. But it's kind of their um, specialty calendar type stuff. Yeah. So I look forward to around this time. Now we're coming up on um, Christmas. And I know you got yourself a uh, somebody
0: gifted you a an advent calendar, a beer yeah. advent calendar from uh, from Costco.
1: Yep. Got one of those uh, German beers, which I did not recognize any beer on the list uh, inside that pack. but Wow, they got you
0: all these brand new check-ins. Yeah,
1: and a lot of them are like loggers and, and uh, the um, dunkel vices and stuff like that, stuff that, you know, I'm not usually into drinking, but I, I really, really am excited about this because it'll it'll open up basically a whole new world of uh, beers that I've never really tried before. And, and that's what I think is really excited about it, too. Yeah, Greenbush does one, too, right? Greenbush does one. I feel like there's a couple of places that do the advent calendars, but Greenbush is no. the one that I've always heard about, too.
0: Are you going to cheat and do like five at a clip on a weekend, or are you going to actually do the one a day all the way leading up to?
1: I'm going to do it one a day. My plan yeah. is to start in the morning. And ah, all right. It'll be a big thing with the kids. it will be like, hey, we'll take out... Number one, we'll hey. put it in the fridge this morning. The daddy will enjoy it when he gets back from work. Wow! All right. Um, no, I'm, I'm excited it's for the that bonding of an alcoholic's <laughs> family. I love it. I'll sit around the fire and I'll tell you stories. i dad would drink his daily <laughs> beer. It's one of my favorite memories growing up. Uh, but no, I feel like uh, one of the ones that I get excited for is here in Nevada Celebration, mm-hmm. which is not typically a style that I'll drink during the winter. It's a, it's an IPA, but it's an IPA that almost drinks so piney. I think that those those types I can drink during the winter only because they're not like the tropical refreshing type IPAs. I don't. I'm not really into drinking M43 right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh,
0: it's funny. It's, and, and I thought my uh, my IPA my hazy you know tooth would kind of just sort of fade as so We get uh, closer into some cold weather, but earlier this week uh, at Hop Station, I had the double dry hop pseudo sue from Top on Goliath. Hey, it's it's fantastic, and I had a a windmill. Uh, with grape must as the flavor and dude it was it was incredible and I thought this is gonna carry on all winter isn't it? I'm gonna be drinking IPAs when it's January and we should be into uh stouts and other stuff. It was an IPA with grape must. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah from Woodmill. Uh fantastic.
1: Windmill makes some good stuff. If you can find any there, I've know that I've seen it at downtown citywide in their uh their big cooler, the the walk in cooler and everything. Right. Um I've picked some I th- want to say it was the uh, orange cream, the memes and dreams series. Is that oh, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, if you can get windmill in and around the area, pick it up
0: and, when you see it. And you know, not to continuously harp on on Hop Station, but one of the things I like about that and other craft beer bars do this as well is that you have your incredible rotating draft selection. Yeah. But then they also have uh, stuff in cans because you know that's that's what windmill and a lot of these other places do. So they've got an entire other selection. And you know, usually the cans are priced
1: pretty good. So look over the cans list. When you're yeah, to-
0: and they had stuff from transient. So it's uh, it's a nice opportunity to to get a few beers down that you wouldn't normally have because uh, some of them aren't even available on uh, on draft. So wow, that's always fun. And we, as long as we're talking about it, there has been a I don't know what prompted the change, but. Um, I've noticed the beer selection at some of the Kroger's locally has started they've started to up their game a little bit. Yeah. It used to be the only craft beer you could get was uh some bells and a couple of Three Floyd's offerings and that's it. But they've got, I mean, just a ton of uh stuff from from Loganitas. They had the uh I don't know, it's it's a whole thing now, but I was like, hey, we should do like a secret where's your where's your secret craft beer hookup place at?
1: That that would be awesome because I know that there's like the citywide on or not citywide um, chalet on County Road 19 or mm-hmm. State Road 19 yeah over in Elkhart that typically you can find some pretty good stuff at
0: yeah right there uh, down by Lusher uh, and uh, one of the other funny ones too and this was this is going back a few years and I don't even know if it's a hotspot anymore but um, when KBS was really hard to get oh, and I yeah. think we talked about it on the show 150 years ago back it was the, KBS was still impossible to get and the uh that giant castle gas station the gallops yeah <laughs> we happened to stop there because i was headed out to a buddy's house who lived out there and they've they have a pretty decent craft selection for you know what is essentially a truck stop but they had kbs with no limit there and i thought wait i can have I'm, i could buy all these so i bought an entire case of it and we i remember laughing thinking like that's crazy that you would find this beer there but uh, There's there some good bottle shop opportunities coming up all over the place.
1: Yeah, we can uh, we can talk about this probably later in the show too. But some of the bottle shops are actually changing over and making lots of changes within the um, mm. within their like store. County Road 17 Chalet's you know, is one of those.
0: Yeah, we've done this beer show. We've broadcasted live from beer festivals, from uh, bars and breweries around town, microbrews and stuff. But we've never done one from a bottle shop. Maybe we should. We. We totally could. Yeah, we could hook up with, like, a Belmont or a Chalet and say, hey, have a salad. Maybe maybe we'll do uh, maybe we'll do Citywide downtown.
1: And then we could make that. That'd be an easy pick six. Well,
0: it, and also, it would be fun because we could sit back and say, hey, uh, I want to talk about that beer over there. What about this one? And then we that, open it? And then they have to give it to us, right? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, we'll just sit there and be like, I want these. We'll be like uh, Rodney Dangerfield from Caddyshack. Shack. take three for these. Now, a thinly veiled reason to talk about more alcohol. Let's take our beers to the movie with Music to My Beers B Bee Movie. Real Rock 1039, The Bears, Music to My Beers, Tom Petty. I am Warren Cluck, not Tom Petty, joined by Zach Miller yeah. also. Not Tom Petty, and nope. uh, this is a uh, portion of the program that we carve out to pair some movies with some alcohol. Um, typically, how it was supposed to work originally is that if the movie's great, you only need one fantastic beer to get through it. Yeah. If it's an utter drain pour, then you need as many beers as you could possibly get. And somewhere along the line, we started using the number of beers as uh, an indicator of how much fun you wanted to have during the movie because yeah. you either <laughs> love it or hate it. So, eh, this is our B-Movie.
1: And, and Zach, you picked out the movie this week. I I did. I feel like we've done Back to the Future too. And I I think, you know, with uh, the whole time change thing, it's basically like when you put your your clocks back, you gain that extra hour, I guess. And uh, is that how it works? Yeah. Yeah. And so you got that extra hour. It's basically like you can whatever mistakes that you have made earlier in the night, you just move the clock back and you just try it all over again. You know, mm-hmm. we'll see if our one o'clock hour will work out again. Mm. Mm. <laughs> but uh, I, I figure we go with Back to the Future 3 because, uh, well, it is, it is the definition of a B-movie. And this one was the third installment of the Robert Zemeckis trilogy that starred Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd. A lot of fun with the first one. The second one, still one of my favorites. Uh, and the ride. Nobody says
0: that this part this one is their favorite back to the future. No, this is always this just is the, the old
1: West one. The third turd. Yeah, basically <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> uh but from what I do remember, I have the trilogy on Blu-ray and from what I do remember humble, watching this humble one brag. Yeah, it's three just Throw got, that in there. Hey, he's got three Blu-rays. Can't hide money. It's the uh, 25th anniversary edition yeah. of it. <laughs> but a couple years ago, uh I Biff still the same old uh fun character uh in this and then um uh michael j fox we were introduced to uh mary steenbergen do you remember her she's her mrs ted danson yeah she's uh she's pretty great and it is doc's love interest i just i remember he gets trapped back in 1885 and he's like trying to figure out how to get home and it's all uh, it's like a the train thing i don't know he hooks his time machine up to the train right
0: I'm, dude I'm not gonna sit here and try to correct you on the plot because I saw this movie
1: exactly one time oh uh, and it was 20 something years ago but go ahead a long time ago uh basically a train is the only thing that can get up to the Delorean speed so it's gonna uh, push that mm, you know through mm, uh, back to back to the the future mm. I would give it I would give it four bombers oh of the back masking That stout that's from uh, Three Floyds. Okay, so now we're into you know stout season. I figure go with four of those. That's a. Not even gonna to try to guess the ABV, but it's a, it's up there. All right. Yeah.
0: Um, I saw this movie once, and it, I was a child, obviously, and uh, my my friends and I were gathered at a buddy's house, and we rented the trilogy on VHS. Oh. And man, we loved the first one, and we watched the second one and loved it, and then uh, we we watched the third one. At this point, it's like three in the morning. We're so hopped up on Mountain Dew, I couldn't even see straight. <laughs> but I knew then, even as I, I think it was eleven or twelve, when I finally saw this movie. Um, I knew that it wasn't very good. I know we didn't enjoy it as much as the other ones. Uh, and the older you get, the more you realize, wow! It, a lot of times, the third installment of a trilogy is not worth it.
1: It's really not.
0: Star Wars, notwithstanding. But uh, if I were to sit down as an adult and have to sit through Back to the Future Three uh, today, I would need one six pack of Fear Movie Lions. Oh, nice from, from Stone because it's it's tasty and it, it's crispy, but also, man, as it got a bite to it? It's like eight eight point eight. It is not to be messed with, but if I'm gonna if I'm gonna need to sit through this turd, I'm gonna <laughs> do, uh, I'm gonna need uh, quite a bit of a bite. So yeah,
1: we're uh, we're pretty much everywhere on the interwebs uh, as far as we find tur- us. Hey,
0: the internet turned fifty, and it took us all of those fifty years to get to a place where we've carved out a little corner of ourselves on the internet, Zach.
1: Yeah, and I'd say it's more than a corner now. We're uh, we've taken out a little chunk of. We've got our our Facebook page. We've got our Facebook group group it gets pretty active sometimes where we've got comments on pictures or people are sharing what their drinking hall was like for the weekend Um, we've also got if you know of any like low priced alcohol that we're looking for or if yeah you actually got a message earlier this week uh you were you were you said that surly is going to be
0: in the area on shelves for like a one month limited engagement distribution and uh jake shot you a message earlier this week and said hey here's where it is i've spotted it
1: yeah found it up in three oaks michigan yeah so you can get surly closer than having to go out to uh uh i want to say it's uh why am I just blanking on the liquor store out in Chicago? Binnie's. Binnie's. There <laughs> because you go. Because if it's, it's not in it's not worth drinking, right? Right.
0: Uh and it's and it's fun. And so you know what? We don't even talk about it as much on the show as we should, but so much of the craft beer experience is sharing. Yep. Whether you're sharing something you got, sharing something that somebody else picked up, sharing your your knowledge of, of styles, whatever it is, sharing beers you're into, and a great way to connect, you know, as it is with any hobby in uh, in twenty nineteen is the internet. So by all means uh join our Facebook group. And uh, talk amongst yourselves, with the craft beer nerds as well.
1: Yeah, if you want to get together, have a little bottle share. Yeah, it's a good time. So we're uh, we're we've, on the we've gram. Had,
0: we've had trades organized through the Facebook group. Like it's uh, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah,
1: we're on the uh, the gram fam. So if you have uh, if you're on that as well, we post pictures of beer share Thursday. We also have our Twitter, which you can follow at MTM Beers uh, Podcast. Every uh, Monday, around noon to 2 p.m. You can catch the podcast uploaded on Spotify, Google, Apple, Stitcher, Alexa. Literally anywhere podcasts <laughs> yeah. are, you can yeah. find music to my beers. How's about that? That sounds pretty good. There you go. Yeah. Um, and then am I missing anything? We're good.
0: You can also follow us on Untapped Individually and find out where we're drinking those crispy boys. It's also gonna be fun to watch Zach tear through this advent calendar of beers. So follow him at Dad Beers. Yes. I am at ManBearClock. Clock. This thing is all over the internet. And uh it's our fallback show. What beers are you falling back on?
1: Ah, that's a that's a good question because uh typically I say, you know what, I'm I'm done with IPAs. Come uh September what is it, first? I'm done wearing white, I'm done drinking IPAs. Uh
0: <laughs> Zach wears a lot of white, it should be noted. He has uh, white slacks almost year-round.
1: And I typically find myself falling back on the IPA game because I know that I can get a decently priced uh, IPA from, say, Revolution or New Belgium. Bells? Yeah.
0: There are times that I go to the store uh, to prepare for, you know, uh, it doesn't matter what it is. weekend get together, me drinking in my garage, whatever. Sometimes I like to go take my time, find something new, see something fresh, you know, and uh, and maybe get a variety of things. Other times I just go in and I grab a 12-pack of like the Revolution Brewing Heroes pack because I yeah. know it's 20 bucks, it's going to be 12 beers, they're all going to be good, whatever. That's what I need. So you rush in and you get it, but I think that's that can be counted as beers that you fall back on just whatever whatever's around, whatever's handiest. And if you, the beer fridge is low and you just want to stock it with some shareables, Grab a 15 pack from Founders. Grab you know a 12 pack uh, of cans from Bells, and those are the ones that I find myself falling back on. And if I go somewhere new, like I was in Phoenix, and at every airport I had to stop at Atlanta and uh, and oh uh, Midway, too hearted. I know it's undrafted at the bar. I know it's yep. going to be about eleven dollars at an airport, but uh, that's that's probably the biggest one I fall back on.
1: I would say I would say two hearted for me too is one that I fall back on quite a bit only because I know that it's it's widely accepted it's the number one beer in America so why not bring mm-hmm. that beer to the party especially if you don't really know if the host is a craft beer drinker or a big craft beer drinker um, but I, I also I guess now thinking about it I, I fall back on some of the the mainstays like um, like just a, a good old crispy boy.
0: Yeah, and and I think one of the things too, and uh, obviously there are times when you can break down and you really can focus on the beer you're drinking and enjoy the how much work and effort went into it and how amazing it was executed. There are other times it's almost like you need background noise, like a, a TV on in the background. You just like if I'm doing something, but I want to have some beers while I do it. I don't I don't want to have to think about the craft beer that I'm enjoying. I don't need to have you know something outrageous from transient or or have a uh, you know a, a growler of something fun that I picked up at the U. I just want beer, sort of background noise. That's when it's it's fun to reach for those fallback beers like Two Hearted because it's good, it's tasty, but it's not going to take up all my attention, and I got other things going on. And, and and it also depends on not why you're drinking, but what what you're going to be doing for that for that particular session. Um, right. There are times my stomach and my tongue. I don't want to drink nine different beers.
1: No, you just want to drink the same one and just coast yeah, on that. Yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. Not throw your tongue for the the. The loop basically, yeah, and
0: you know, you'll have those times where you're like, absolutely, I'm gonna go around the horn, I'm gonna have a wheat ale, I'm gonna have uh, drink this crazy stout I've been sitting on. I've got a buddy coming over with some of these other wild beers, but there are other times you just don't want to do that.
1: No, you just want to stick with the main one and, yeah. and drink it all night. Like, I, I would say, like, the founders all day IPA is a good one for that, where you can just crack one open and you just know what you're gonna get. And it's a 4-2. Mm-hmm. You know, so sipping on that one's not too bad. If you do want to get a little crazy, though, and if you're not totally sure what your guest is having at their party, you can bring those variety packs. Those are always good, too. The ones that have, like, the different... um, uh, not founders, but uh, Sierra Nevada has their variety pack. New Belgium has their variety packs. And it's always kind of fun. I think Lightning Google's even does a variety pack, too. But that's fun, because then somebody can be like, yeah. oh, you know what? I might like that Torpedo IPA, but not that uh, the red ale that's in there.
0: Yeah, and we talk a lot about uh, where you're buying your beers at. But Costco, if you're already a member, then they, they have usually a pretty decent selection of, of heavily rotated variety packs. Yeah. And this is how I know that. You know what? It, this is how I know I'll have financially made it is because I go into Costco, and I walk by the beer, and they have a 24-pack of Bell's Two-Hearted bottles. Oh. And I get excited. I'm like, that would be great, because I know it would be consumed. But then I look at them with like $32 on Two-Hearted, and I always pull back. I'm like, not today. You're not going to get my money. <laughs> but then I walk in there and throw a couple of those in the cart. That's the day I know that I've achieved financial freedom. i made it. Yeah, I graduated Financial Peace University, and now I can afford to buy
1: I'm the debt-free. Yeah, I can do my
0: debt-free screaming and then get all the most expensive cases of beer I want. But uh, but those are also, like you said, good to fall back on. And variety packs, they,
1: they're, they're fun. Yeah. every Everybody's going to find one in the pack that they'll enjoy, if not two.
0: Yeah, and I mentioned that Revolution Heroes pack earlier. That's another great one to fall back on because it's, it's tasty, tasty. You know, it's a little bit of variety, more or less. It's four different beers that are kind of all the same still. Yeah. But it's not going to take up your attention. It's not going to take center stage. It's just going to be, you know, you want to have a couple of sips while you're watching the football game later on today. Which is always a good time. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know what? There's no shame in falling back on some old mainstays and favorites. Uh, We've got a lot of music to my beers on the way. We've got to get to our pick six segment. We're very excited about. And um, it's, it's a pick six. We go around. We make a mixer sixer. You know what? Um, we're going to have to either rename the segment or we're going to have to actually up our game. <laughs> Add because, more beers. Yeah, because uh, obviously since uh, with Strikers passing, we've been just throwing in two and two, which is not a pick six. That is a four. Four pack. Our mighty four pack. Hey, I don't want to make a new whole like pick six intro for this thing <laughs> and rename it. So we'll just... Th- this is Should
1: we-, we throw in three? Um, we'll, let's
0: plan on doing it next week. Uh, I'll oh, throw in three. Uh, uh, uh,
1: uh, all right, cool. Then
0: I'll throw in three also. Okay, let's do, do want, it. Do you want to go first or should I go?
1: Uh... I'll go first. All right,
0: Mr. Yeah. Pick Three, go ahead.
1: Uh, so the one that I would throw in, this is one that I've actually fallen back on because it's one of the hoppier beers that I've had from my home state of Georgia Okay, and Atlanta, and Terrapin is pretty popular down there. Mm. We can now get Terrapin up here along with sweet, some sweet water and stuff. And um, if you find it, definitely pick this up. This comes in uh, 16-ounce cans, too. It might even come in the bigger cans. The I think like
0: too. I feel like we're getting spoiled by all the 16 ounce cans because, it, it, like, after you drink a couple of bear hands and then you go look at a regular 12 ounce can, you're like, "Well, this is a beer for a child, it's a baby beer." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever drink, this tiny <laughs> amount of beer.
1: It's like it's like those little eight ounce. Have you seen those the Bud Light yeah. eight ouncers yeah. yeah,
0: or those little tiny Coronas they use for the margaritas. They're like <laughs> they're like four ounces. <laughs> yeah.
1: Who would, who would ever drink one of these? Yeah. Well, I mean, I would if... Those are beers for children. Yeah. Not the beers are for children. <laughs> right. If you get what I'm saying. A child-sized adult. A how about that? A child's palate. Yes. Uh, I would go with the Terrapin Hopsecutioner. I'm going to throw that into the pe- pack, just because my brother, um, whom I got into craft beer, and now he's gotten me into even more craft beer, and being a brewer and everything. One time, he knew that I liked hoppy beers, and he threw that one at me, and it... it Drank pretty good. They drank pretty good. Yeah. So I'd throw that one in there. I would also, um, I would put one of the uh, the milkshakes from uh, Rochester Mills in there. They're pretty new to the area. They've got a good chocolate milkshake, milkshake stout All right. they have available. Um, and then, last but not least, because we're getting into that season and I love New Holland Brewery uh, and getting up there, I'm going to throw in Cabin Fever, the Brown. It's the last of the Browns. The last to the Browns. Have you had cabin fever before. I have not. Oh, that's uh, no. But if you, it's eat, roasty. It's toasty.
0: You're right. If you ever get a chance to go up, at, uh, New Holland is in in Holland is cozy. That's a cozy yeah. place to drink.
1: Heated sidewalks too, by the way. Yeah, that's that takes a little bit to wrap your head around. My <laughs> wife and I
0: were up there last winter. And we're like, well, oh, there's no shoveling. There's no salt. It's no muss, no fuss.
1: No, yeah, it's uh, great town. I'm going
0: to just cheap out and throw uh, three beers in that I had this week. One that uh, a friend of ours, Kathy, actually brought back from Wisconsin during yes! a, a a Packers excursion. Uh, New Glarus. Uh It's such a sweet farmhouse ale. It's delicious, and it's one of those things, if you ever get across the border, you just have to try because you're there. It's also a nice beer because it doesn't matter how crappy the bar is in Wisconsin, how low-rent, dangerous, and seedy it might seem. They always have New Glarus on tap. The next beer I'm going to throw in, and uh, the, both of these are from Windmill over in uh, Dyer, Indiana. Mysterious Puddles—they're double dry hopped, uh, double IPA that I had at Hop Station earlier this week. That one had grape must, and I can't remember another beer that I've had that had that as a as a as a flavor. But you get it—you get a very grape finish, a grape peel finish, and uh, that was that was pretty tasty. It was also a little alarming because it's it's a double IPA, so it's packed with alcohol, but you cannot Whoa. taste any of it. And then I follow that up with another one from Windmill Luther and the Meme Sickle, uh Factory. That's their their double IPA. That's flavored with orange cream sickles. It's delicious. You can. I do like that one. It's it's like eight something, but you can taste the booze in that. I mean, it, it has a very kind of a, a sweetie boozy finish, but uh, it's very well done, and it's uh, it's. Their label makes you thirsty. It's that meme, uh the label they got with the, it just that shade of orange, I don't know, whatever for whatever reason you see it, and you're like, Ooh, I know that's gonna be tasty. So. Also
1: their logo too. Whenever I see a windmill logo, I'm like, oh yeah, I if, know that I want to pick that up. Yeah, if you ever get a chance to go visit, it's, uh, it's a fun,
0: cute little place. I'm, I'm just a grown man using the word cute. It's a cute little place. They've got a cat that lives there, and uh, there are tons of games to play. They also have a load of usually just uh, on-tap selections as well. So if, you ever, if you're ever out in dire on business travels or whatever we have a load of music to my beers to get to see that wasn't so bad we still have no. three now it's we've restored now we need six. A, yeah we'll do that every week all right yeah it's funny and I, I leave this show uh on sundays and i'm just i'm thirsty i wake up i'm like you know what i'm, I'm gonna just keep a clear head today and then and then by the time the shows over you're like i can go for a beer it tastes pretty good yeah uh what are you looking forward to uh drinking in the next couple of weeks because we're getting into some that and i know that we say it all the time here in the midwest Ooh, it's Football's tailgate weather. <laughs> yeah, tailgate. Pe- pe- people in Miami don't don't say that this is football weather. This is tailgate weather. Down there, 80 degrees and sunny. That's my kind of tailgate that's weather. what
1: they're tailgating it?
0: Yeah. Because it's Florida. So um as we we get into the a little headier season, sometimes that makes you um you know, in the mood for a heavier beer. A stout per se, maybe
1: a porter. Yeah. I, I do I, I find myself falling back on a, a good old stout, whether it's a KBS or or a CBS something from the basement or even a Goose Island um uh Bourbon County. But also I I really like the New Holland Dragon's Milk. A pretty good price point and it's a it's what? 10%? Yeah. And so you have one of those, a couple of those and then you're good for the tailgate. And then you're, or, and, then
0: you're and then you're good and then you're good for the sh- tailgate.
1: You could share some. Um, I'm trying to think of of some other stouts that... I mean, Bell's Kalamazoo Stout is another one that is just a good, middle-of-the-road 6% stout.
0: Yeah, and it's not hard to find. It's not expensive, so you'll have no problem finding it and sharing it. It's not one of those, like, geez, you guys, have spent 16 bucks on this four-pack. Like, I don't know if I want to share half of it.
1: Yeah. Uh, and if you want a more sessionable afternoon, go for a Guinness. Guinness, everybody thinks, is this high ABV stout, and it's not. It's only like a four... Four, nine, five, maybe.
0: Yeah, it barely scrapes 5%.
1: Yeah. And it's, I mean, you could have a couple of those. And yeah. Be, it's like your uh, all-day ipa type thing i don't know if, if
0: that, every once in a while i'll break down and have one but if, to me outside of st patty's day i'm like i got nothing
1: no no get a stop for you <laughs> no nah. what, what are you what are you looking forward to in the coming months um i'm just trying to get through some of the stuff in my
0: beer cellar you know i i want to get away from just hanging out to stuff i've been doing a lot of the last two years of uh founders uh barrel age series yeah i still have a couple bottles of uh dank wood a couple bottles of uh barrel runner fruit wood uh, no, I drank the last fruitwood about a year ago. That would be, okay. that would have been the oldest one I had. But um, I yeah, all of I've still got CBS. I've got some KBS. I've got two or three years of KBS. I got to get through. But I want to get get I want to get those drank. And well, this is going to be an extremely beer nerdy thing to say, but I and I think I even talked about it a couple of months ago. When you have friends or family in who are you know, bigger beer nerds where they know what they're looking at. And like, I don't want to have them come down to my beer cellar and then kind of be embarrassed that I'm just saving run-of-the-mill stuff that I literally just got off the shelf. Like, no. And then and on top of that, we learned from the founders, guys, that those aren't designed to be aged, so I made a mistake in hanging on to them. Uh, they do drink a little differently yeah, down the over line. The years, yeah. yeah. So uh, I remember Lizard of Oz was one that uh, I thought was way, way too blueberry. And then you let it sit for about a year or two, and you're like, okay, all right, this tapers off a little bit. Uh, but Dankwood's drinking great. I've got uh Doom. I have still got a four pack of that. Oh. Yeah, they're barrel aged IPA. So I, th- that's what I'm jamming on now and I'm I'm not treating it as a chore, but it's just I want to get these things done before I, you know, clear out shelf space for something something big like when the bourbon county comes at the later on in the month or you know, if I get my hands on something, that's a great place to stick all the bare hands uh, holiday releases. Yeah. So I'm just I'm trying to get through to get through that. And it's weird because, you know, you might be in the mood for a beer or two in the afternoon. But that, the afternoon, you're in a mood for a doom or, you know, a Dankwood. That, that's not that's, every afternoon. You no. gotta kind of you know pick your pick and choose your spots a
1: little bit. I feel so. like I work my way up to those. Yeah, you know, yeah, those are after an afternoon. Yeah, over the summer, <laughs>
0: those were always mistake beers. Where you're like, oh, that's where the afternoon went
1: haywire.
0: Uh, we have a lot of music to buy beers to get to. We have to get to Zach Miller's News and Notes. By the way, that is trademark. Don't try to steal it. It's called Zach Miller's News and Notes. News and notes. Ah, <laughs> you sound terrible.
1: I do, man. I have. And your na- your
0: your no your nasally things are getting worse as the show has gone on. It, no, it really has. When, I, when we first started, you're like, I feel a little nasally. I said, oh, I can hear that, but now toward the end of the show, I'm like, gross, man.
1: I know, and uh, it's am it's I going to catch this? I, I hope not. Okay, all I, right. I don't. I we, don't, don't want we didn't you to share catch any. Be- we didn't
0: share any beers on the show today, so I should be all right.
1: Um. Yeah. No. Well, I don't know. Just get through your news and okay. notes, man. Oh, sorry. Today uh, we didn't mention it at all, but it is out all Stouts Day. Ah. Uh, the bells! You ever been a part of this? Uh no. Only because of, like bells, special
0: events, whether it's an Oberon release or this, they always do it on a Sunday, headed into a Monday.
1: Man, I gotta work, fool! I dude. can't be running the Kalamazoo all night, dude. It looks. Awesome. I mean, all the the tour is sold out. It start it started at eleven, but it goes until two a.m. later tonight. Geesh. So, I mean, if you can find your way up there, but they've got like everything on there. They've got Expedition Stouts dating back to twenty fourteen, which wow. we didn't mention it in the last segment. But that's another one that's out now. You can find it on the shelves, and mm-hmm. it actually holds up pretty good. We what was it two
0: years ago for the Christmas party? We did like a three or four year vertical of that, yeah. and uh, it's remarkable how well that holds up.
1: Yeah. So that is one that you can hold on to because that comes in at a ten five. But they have stuff from like everything from just their typical oatmeal stout to their bear hug stout, the coconut Blackbeard's rum barrel bear hug stout that we were talking about. Yeah, um, and I've then, seen
0: some people checking in those on, on tap, and I'm like, ooh, I need a friend who knows a friend.
1: Yeah. So the uh, the the tours are officially sold out of this event, but you can go up there and enjoy anything that they've got on on tap in the back room. And then also, the winner of the homebrew competition is going to be announced. Oh, okay. That's always does this in the fall yeah, when yeah. they have some homebrew uh, competitions and whatnot. So. Could look forward to that um, also uh Oscar Blues is collaborating with a eight mountain biker for a new beer mm. it's called their TB IPA and comes in at 49 35 IBUs it's kind of like a perfect post ride refresher is what they say
0: and there's nothing that goes hand in hand like with craft beer than uh bicycling it's it's huge
1: especially every, out there every
0: brewery you go to the most expensive piece of merch they sell what is it? The bicycle shirt. It's a bike.
1: Bicycle shirt. I always want to get my father in law one of those because he's a bike. He rides a lot. Rides with friends and stuff. And yeah, they like eighty
0: bucks. I know.
1: <laughs> Maybe for a Christmas I love you, or dad,
0: but not that much.
1: Hey, hey, he's got a birthday coming up this year, so um, oh, I'd have to, I'd have to do that. All right. And then the uh, the uh, a new hero that actually. I didn't realize this until you you grew up where Hophead Farms is at, right?
0: Yeah, it's uh Hickory Corners. I actually used to live uh right behind one of the fields that used to be corn and then soybeans and now it's hops because that's the the big hot cash crop.
1: That ho- those hops are going into uh the new Midwest Hero. Have you seen that one on the shelves? The Revolution?
0: Yeah. No, they did one called Local Hero that featured those hops exclusively. Oh,
1: okay. So they've got, yeah, they just say that the, they're using the Hophead Farms. Midwest Hero brings the local style and flavor for a regional lineup. So yeah. might have to look out for that. It's the newest edition. Wow. I know.
0: So Hickory Corners is famous for two things, Warren Clock and, and Hop, Hophead Farms. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's going to do it for Music and My Beers for this week. Thank you for joining us as we uh, start to drag ourselves through this time change together. Let's join hands. We're going to get through this together. Uh, We're going to close out the fallback edition with Faith No More here on Real Rock 1039 The Bears. Music to my beers. Cheers.
1: Cheers. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.